Here's a guy who, uh, in last night's softball game, would have cleared the bases. I don't know if anybody was on when you got your big hit, but tell us about it, Dewey. Well, it's just it's just a blessing to be able to run, Dan, at my age, you know. <laughs> yeah. And it's always a great reminder for me what God has done for me in my life, being four years old, being told you may not run or walk like the rest of the kids. Never forget those words from Dr. Meredith. And and then having these guys allow me to play on the team there at Amistad Christian and getting a triple last night, uh, it's, there's so much freedom in the Lord. It's just uh, really such a blessing to run the bases. Amen, amen. Did you pitch last night? I pitched two innings, but I tell you what, Dan, that those East Canyon winds were raising havoc last night. That's my excuse. So I, <laughs> I stopped after two innings, and Jason took over. All right. Okay. <laughs> Very fine. The triple. What else? Did you get any other hits? I batted three times and reached base twice. Good for you. Good for you. Not bad for an old-timer. Triple and a single. I'm just uh, thankful I can... Uh, Still play the game because you know how much I enjoy getting out on God's green grass. Yeah, yeah. I want you to tell everybody what the uh, what the other team's player came up to you and said afterwards. Oh, the, the shortstop, a nice young young man, put his hands on my shoulder and says, "Sir, I apologize that we were not playing you deep enough. <laughs> that we were playing so shallow. I guess is what he said. They, they disrespected you. <laughs> yeah." Well, as I told you, uh, off-air, it's like you and Javi Baez. Javi Baez hit an inside-the-park homer at Candlestick Park last night. So that's you, that's you and Javi last night. <laughs> I um, I think it's good for the young folks to see that old people still can run. Oh, yeah. yeah, And play. <laughs> and pitch. And, and just have a great time. Yeah, Nothing wrong with that at all. Nothing wrong. <laughs> it's pretty cool. How was Reserve over the weekend? It was awesome. Two new members. The church is growing, and uh, we've got our largest numbers in church we've had in months. And so we just praise God for what he's doing there. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Awesome. Thank God for that. What was your message? <sighs> I'm having to think that far back. <laughs> what was it on? Oh, by golly. It was on your physical stature. You can, you know, it doesn't matter what your physical stature is in life. A short guy, Zekius, like Zekius, mm-hmm. um, and how he, you know, he wanted to see Jesus, and it was just basically a message on our stature, physical, uh, our wealth, or whatever. None of that matters. What matters is Jesus, and what we can learn from Zekius. Uh, it's uh, that was the message. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Awesome. I get, you know, where I'm getting now is I I prepare these messages for different stations and then for reserve and all that. And at my old age, sometimes I have to stop and think, which one went where? <laughs> I don't think you're that old, but I mean, you know, the, the, the mind sometimes says, any rate, that's okay. Now, uh, look, I, I want you to, this is the month of August, and coming up very, very soon, it's September, you're having the uh, event in uh, in Edgewood, it's a it's a revival, it's sort of like what you've done in Wyndham. I want you to talk about that a little bit. Well, that's going to be at the the soccer fields in Edgewood, and it's going to be a tremendous day on September 9th, nine to seven, 
um, free food, kids' activities, plenty of music, plenty of preaching. Uh, Shonda Savage is coming all the way from Lubbock, Texas, with uh, Fortress of Hope Ministries. Her son Stephen has spent years in prison uh, for a crime he has not committed, and that's how Shonda... Uh, God, God led her to prison ministry, and that's what she's going to be speaking on, is prison, you know, uh, folks that have relatives or children uh, that are incarcerated. She's got a tremendous ministry that brings hope to people. Mm-hmm. And then we've got, you know, Pastor Caleb and Erica Cooper, who have been traveling around New Mexico yep. holding revivals. He's going to preach. Uh, some guy named Dewey's going to preach. Martin. Grothy is going to preach, and his uh, youth group is going to be out there, and Tony from Edgewood is going to preach, and we've got Gary Archibald and uh, others, uh, Hip Hop Revival, New Hope Revival, Worship Band, Forever, Pardon Out of Kumado coming, so it's going to be an awesome event. Wow, that's a, that's a big day. It starts when? 9 a.m. on the morning of September 9th at the Edgewood soccer complex which right. is at 228 new mexico 344 just down the road from value view christian church in edgewood mm-hmm. so people will be able to be out there all day long and uh how late you're gonna go you know god will tell us right okay <laughs> it's one of those <laughs> all right awesome awesome i just yeah. i just want to give people a heads up on... i really got to touch on because this happened uh, when I was going home last night from the um, softball game. Um, I was headed down Montgomery, and of course saw all the police activity there. Mm-hmm. And I called Doctor Richard Mansfield to find out what was going on down there by the church. It actually happened there in front of that daycare center there, mm-hmm. and it, it just a reminder as as Richard and I talked last night. Jesus is our only answer for this city and for our country. And it's very tragic what is happening specifically to Albuquerque. As it seems, not much time goes by until the next killing. You know, the shootout injured innocent people, even cars driving by Montgomery. And what I just would really like to share this morning is that we're losing Albuquerque to Satan. It's very tragic. I'm not putting a Chamber of Commerce picture on this Mm -hmm. and talk about that i just i cannot smile you can dress up a pig all you want but a pig is a pig yeah and that's what we've turned this city into and you know you and i represent jesus and we must tell the truth and it does hurt to say this but albuquerque has become a war zone Mm -hmm. it's a city that is fighting for its life and i wrote this morning our police officers they feel like they're fighting a raging wildfire with a squirt gun yeah and as, and as one veteran officer told me, there is no more crime prevention in Albuquerque. We run from one emergency to the next. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And uh, I love the response of Pastor Richard and the folks at uh, New Beginnings Church and, of course, New Mexico Praise, because their immediate uh, response is to, to go right into prayer. Yeah, and we we need to pray for our brave officers. They're understaffed, and shame on the people of Albuquerque, including myself, for allowing this to happen, that we allowed our city fathers and city council to get our police officer uh, so understaffed. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. I want to go through the uh, the prayer points. They, uh, they say, pray for the lost to be saved. Pray for unity among pastors and churches. Pray for, the, for God to heal our land of abortion. Pray for deliverance from a spirit of violence. Pray for freedom from substance abuse. Pray for transformation in our economy and education. Pray for God to break the spirit of witchcraft and pray for racial reconciliation. Those are the eight points of New Mexico praise, and, and certainly we would encourage you to join them in uh, in prayer as well. I appreciate uh, your putting posting this story, Dewey. Well, you know we we have to we have to bring it from a biblical perspective. That's what you and I and Laura and Sharon are all about, and that's why we have the hub of New Mexico and for God's glory and ministries. I would. Be blessed if folks would read this story at fgam.org this morning, and uh, we have to look at this realistically. I have to tell you that uh, I pulled up to one of the police service officers, you know, the the uh, young men and women that are in training and, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah. going along around and assisting. This young man was directing traffic at the crime scene, and it just broke my heart because that man he couldn't be much over 18 and his eyes were big as kennedy doll you know half dollars you know or kennedy dollars i mean yeah um it's just tragic what our young people are growing up with and what they're seeing things that you and i never saw as children in our communities in illinois and minnesota Mm -hmm. and what we're growing up our children they're scarred for life for this Mm -hmm. i mean they talk about post-traumatic syndrome. Look what we're doing to our children. We're raising them in an environment of murder. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, that's going to scar these children and, and, and families for life. What we've done to Albuquerque, we're losing it to Satan. And children and families are going to be growing up here, and they're scarred for life. And, and, uh, and it's, just, it's just awful what is happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, see, you're right. You're right. That's a very, very excellent point. It's going to make a uh, an eternal difference in the topography of what's going on here. But if these same individuals can see God respond in, in, in res- God move in response to the prayers of his people, what a testimony that will be. So this is a time to pray. It's also a time to act as God leads and guides and directs. But uh, it's certainly Dewey, a time that we should be much in prayer. And in mourning for the death of yeah. a city. Mm-hmm. It's a city that is dying. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Pastor Dewey Modi with his news and views here on the Hub of New Mexico. He's telling it like it is. As he said, it's not a Chamber of Commerce uh, picture of what's going on in Albuquerque. You can't, it'd, it'd be hard even for the Chamber of Commerce to uh, repaint what's happening in the Duke City these days. And uh, I, I tell you, when we'll start getting the attention of the upper levels, uh, that's when it starts to affect tourism. People start saying, you know, that's not a safe city to go to. But, you know, Dan, it should get them get their attention. Now, with the exodus from Albuquerque to Denver, we have many people, including my own children, who've moved out of Albuquerque and Santa Fe because of the crime. Mm-hmm. I mean, I hear you. I hear you. We know that. We We understand that. But... But unfortunately, it's only dollars and cents that seems to speak to the people in City Hall. Not much more to say on that deal. I agree with you 100%. Well, bless you, brother. Thank you for joining me this morning. 
Yeah, thank you for the opportunity to share and love you so much and just have a very blessed day, brother. What's the batting average now this year? Do you know? Have you kept track? No, sir. I just, you know what, getting up to that plate each time is heaven for me. So, you know, one one at bat at a time, and you never know when your last one's going to happen. That's right. That's right. Pastor Dewey Modi with us. Bless you, brother. Talk to you soon. Yeah, bye. Bye Bye-bye. Pastor Dewey Modi. News and views. Mr. Triple. Yep. He lifted one up over the heads of the opposition last night. Went all the way to third base. Later on, the game was over. One of the uh, opposing players came up, put his hand on Dewey's shoulder, and said, Sir, I'm sorry we disrespected you and played you so shallow. (laughs) I love that. I love that. Pastor Dewey with his news and views here on the Hub of New Mexico.